Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Bears taking on the Carolina Panthers Thursday night football. A barn burner, some would say. No, like, actually, they'd rather burn the barn than sit in it and watch the game. Uh, but it is going to be a good one. It's looking like Tyson Bates is going to be under center, we think. We, we'd hope it'd be Justin Fields because we want to be able to get our baby back. And I know, my, I know my next guest feels the exact same way. My brother from another mother. <laughs> joining us on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Former Chicago Bear, my guy Corey Wooten. What up, Corey? Hey, what's going on, bro? I thought you was like one of those uh, the old school Chili's commercials. I want my I'm baby back. back. <laughs> <laughs> I need the ribs, boy. This is what I said. This is what I said, Corey. This, this is what I said. I said I've been with my side chick too long. You know what I'm saying? Like I stepped out on my main chick. I went to the side chick, Tyson Bajant, and I loved yep. it. We had fun. It was exciting. It was fun. It took me for mm-hmm. a ride. But now I'm like, yeah, you know, this was, this was, you're cute. I like you. But I realized after stepping out that yeah. my main boo is the real. And I need to put some effort and energy into her, exactly. a.k.a. Justin Fields. Hey, I, li- I like that analogy, man. That's, that's well played right there. I like that. I'm, I'm looking forward to when he can come back and play because there, there's a lot uh, for, for him to continue to improve this team, to get more reps with all the wide receivers because – there's some decisions that are probably going to be made this season, right? Like about his future, um, renewing that fifth option, fifth year option. So there, there's a lot of a lot of decisions that have to be made this season, and coaching staff as well. So I, I guess we'll see how this how this season uh, finishes up. Because Gabe, it's it's been a disappointment, right? I think we all had high hopes for the Bears. I think fans had high hopes. Analysts uh, predicted the Bears to be very competitive this year. We just haven't seen it. Yeah, and it's and it's unfortunate, Corey. And and I want so I want to stay with the Justin Fields for just a second, right? I think back to you know you were twenty almost twenty three when you got drafted in the NFL, right? Yep. And you look at Justin Fields; he's twenty four, gonna be twenty five. And I'm really trying to think, you know, because let's say this these this little time off he's had, right? And I'm trying to think about a. You know, a 24-year-old, and like I said, you were got in the league when you were 23. Talk. I want you to talk to me about, like, your second and third year mm-hmm. and your growth as a player. And I'm not talking about just phys- – I am talking physically. I want to be very clear. I am talking yep. physically. I want to know, you know, like, do we see a more 
defined Justin Fields, right? As he gets older from 24 to 25 in the NFL specifically. And then, yeah, and, then I, and then I want to know, like, because here's what I'm thinking, Corey. We talk about this damn near every week, right? It's like mm-hmm. if he misses four, four, four weeks, whatever, five weeks that he's missed, when he comes back, and I'm trying to think of a regular human being, like the 24, and then you come back after five weeks, like you should be a different person, right? Or am I, or am I simplifying it too much? That, that, that's why, that's yeah. why I asked you about when you were that age and, and what the yeah. middle of that season felt like to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think I think throughout the season, right, like that, that second to third year, I think that's when most people see the most growth because your first two years, you're improving, you're getting better. But I think by that third year, that's usually where everything starts to click with guys. And that's kind of what we thought with Justin Fields. Didn't start off the season the way we wanted to. And then all of a sudden the Denver game played w- – how he, we thought he was capable, right? And then Washington game, really, really played well. So in that two-week span, we saw the Justin Fields that we all knew he could be. So, And then now he gets hurt. So I think I worry a little bit about that first game back, right? That's why I was hoping that he would play this week against Carolina, right? Kind of that warm-up game. Because there's going to be a little bit of rust, you know, especially with that throwing hand, being able to grip the football. So that that's I think it's going to be tough, you know, the first game back, just becoming comfortable with it. So I'm kind of glad they are sitting him out this week so he gets another another week of rest. But it would have been nice to go up against a Carolina team that's really been struggling to kind of have that warm-up game. But, but okay, I hear that, right? Like the growth of an individual, you know, year, mm-hmm. year over year. But, but, but I'm talking about, like, week over week, Corey. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get that in year three you should have – you know, like anything, right? You you get you get you know the ropes, you know what to do, stuff like that. But I'm talking about like the like actually in this six week window, like you're 24. You know mm. what I'm saying? You're still a young guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, like like I, I guess like I said, I'm trying to think of the in the season change that happens to a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand the year over year, but I'm talking about like yeah. in the season. Oh yeah, there's a lot of growth that happens, especially like understanding, you know, different looks that the teams are giving you because a lot of times, you know, when it comes down to film study, right, teams will look at what, you know, for example, the Vikings did, what how they're able to generate pressure, fluster Bajan, fluster Justin Fields. You learn some of those looks, how they gave you that. And you, just week to week, you're learning more about, hey, DJ Moore, the guys that are on the team, um, how protection is going to be, how stuff's going to break down, um, different calls, different checks, um, everything just seems to flow a little bit more fluently during the season. So it's been tough with him out, but I think every game you try to get a little bit better as, as far as reading your progression, especially as a quarterback, right? Understanding what that defense is going to do, understanding how to, you know, take what the defense gives you. So it's, it's and I think, I think the one thing that, that people are sleeping on, right? He hasn't been playing in the actual games, but I think what he's been able to do is be able to observe, you know, seeing different looks they've been given Bajan, right? And I think sometimes you learn and you grow sometimes when you're away from the game a little bit and you're able to take a step back and really analyze things. So I'm, I'm hoping that this time off was good for him, you know, to, to be able to understand some different looks, some different things uh, teams have been throwing at them. Is there a scenario, Corey, or talking to Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear here on 670, the score, Gabe Ramirez, is there is there a scenario where the Bears – don't take a quarterback with their two first-round draft picks. 
<laughs> I, I, I think it should be every every scenario, and and I've talked to you about this all the time, right? I, I just said like you can't expect a different result, right, with just a different quarterback there. So the thing is, you have to build around the lines, and I and I think that's the recipe. You know, I'm I'm big on that, right? Offense and defensive line. I think the teams every year that have a shot to win it all, it's usually based on that, right? I'm looking at in the NFC the two best teams right now, San Francisco and Philly, and what do they do? They, the trenches, that's where they win games, right? Obviously, they have talent all across the board, but their offensive and defensive line, they got killers on there. I think that's how you build championships. So, yes, it might be appealing. You know, people are looking at Caleb Williams, but I think, you know, the offensive line, defensive line, think, think about this. The past two years, Gabe, the, low, the lowest sack totals ever, right? Last year, 20 sacks, seven of them for, from the defensive line, right? This year, they're on pace for 20-something sacks. Still, the defensive line really hasn't been up to par. So it's kind of hard to win games, play well defensively um, when you don't have that pressure. So that's why I'm um, kind of scratching my head when people are like, oh, you need to draft a quarterback. I'm like, okay, well, what about the line? You build all the positions around them. And I think Justin Fields, I, th- I think you got to give him another go. You know, I think he's, he's talented. Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean, another go? What does that mean? Another go. Another year, like yeah, you you gotta have you gotta have him be your guy for another year. I I I really do believe that because but without a without a without a quarterback in the first round, because I because yes. I think I think I told everybody on the show and just anybody that would listen, I I think Justin Fields without a doubt is going to be the starter week one of twenty twenty four, right? But my yeah. my thing is I, I but I think that there will be a young quarterback that's drafted in the first round playing behind them. Right, and I think that's the, for me that that's what I think should happen. So, so in in your opinion, do you think Justin Fields is the guy, the no. guy of the future for the no. Bears? You don't think? No. Okay. Well, wait, 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 wait. Do I think like long term? Right. Long the, the better question is, do I think Justin Fields is a top fifteen quarterback? And the answer is no. Right. No. Or top ten, okay. I should say. Do, do I think he's a top twelve quarterback? No. Right. And I think the okay. Bears, if they want success. They need a top twelve quarter, or any any team for that matter. Mm-hmm. If they want success, you need a top twelve quarterback uh, in the NFL. And so I don't think Justin is that guy right now. And so that's why I'm like, bring me another quarterback, so that that way Justin can play next year. Because right, the Bears are still air quotes rebuilding. Right, yeah. this isn't the window. The window don't begin this year. Window yeah. probably doesn't begin next year. Probably begins the year after that. Right, like where yeah. they're actually should should be in playoff contention consistently. And so for me, it's like, like if it's not Justin, I need to have somebody there ready to take the reins because I don't mm. – because here – damn, now I'm venting. Corey, we, <laughs> in order to get a good quarterback, right, you got to be in the top five draft picks, right? And it's like when have, have and when will the Bears be in that position again? They just had the first pick in the draft for the first time in damn near 50 years. If they get the number one pick with Carolina again – you're going to tell me you have two opportunities to have the first pick in the draft to take the best quarterback available and you passed on both times. Like that just, that don't, that don't, that's not smart to me. You know? Yeah. My, my, my only thing is like this, right? So for example, you, you think Jalen Hurts is, is a top 10 quarterback? I would put him at the latter half of that 10, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But 10, right. Yeah. Um, but you, you, you look at what they did, right? They, they've, they've always had a great offensive line, right? They continue to stack pieces on defensive line. They went out and got AJ Brown, right? And and look what that did for him. I'm, the only thing I'm saying right now is I don't think any any of these quarterbacks would do well in this system right now. I think I think right, right, right. But you don't think but you don't think Justin Fields is better than Jalen Hurts. 
No, no, not right. not at this moment. That's but I think saying. his potential is there for sure. Like he, he has a stronger arm, he's a better runner. The thing is, he he has to be in a system that suits him. And Getsy, Bajit, Fields, they they've done both of them a disservice. So I'm thinking like any quarterback right now that's successful in the NFL, they're in this scheme right here with Luke Getsy, they struggle right now. He's not game planning well. <laughs> right. Like that we do not. know. That we can agree yeah. on. So that, that's why I'm saying it, it's not a fair evaluation, right? So that, that's, that's the only thing. Stuff is skewed because this was supposed to be the year where Justin Fields really comes to an, into his own. We've seen two games of it. We've seen up and down. He got hurt. But that, that's what's the most disheartening part about this game is the fact that this was supposed to be his year to develop. You got DJ Moore. You got weapons. Cole Komet's another year. They got three really good running backs. And all we've seen is up and down from Luke Getze, right? Had, had a great game, calling for Bajit, right? Running the football, take the pressure off him. Then the next week, put all the pressure on his back on a big stage Sunday night football. And then come back against New Orleans. Five turnovers in the game. Literally, the Bears had every opportunity to win that game. Oh, my God. Even after all the turnovers, and they still can't get it done. So it's just, it's just frustrating because Justin Fields should have been developed and, and should have been so much better this season. And Lou Gessie just did, did an awful job. And I ultimately think, you know, you know the Bears don't make any decisions on coaches throughout the season. But I, I think we all know what's going to happen after the season. Oh, is that, what, is that what you're saying, Corey? I mean, look, I think we're all frustrated, right? Because you're right. I, it, there was, I was pointing out, Corey, that the first three plays of the game were a pass. And yeah. against the Saints, and I just thought to myself, we, "You have to talk about that every week. We talk about this we every not? week, every week." And 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 the, the Saints, number three in the league in turnovers. I've been pointing yeah. out that out of the top in, in the category of pass deflections, right, which shows intensity for your 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 secondary, right. Four of the top eleven play for the Saints, so you knew <laughs> they were going to get after the ball, right. And I was saying yeah. that. So some so hawks, some yeah. ball hawks. And then what do you do? The first three plays. You pass the ball, and it's like, I get it. You went down, you scored a tutty. That's awesome. But as we, as you proved, it's not sustainable, right? Like, that, that type of offense is not sustainable. Like, you need to run, run, pass, run, run, pass, at, at least as often as possible because we saw that work for Bajan in the game against the Raiders. So, you know what I thought was really interesting, Corey, is that Luke Getze said that it'll be the same game plan regardless of what quarterback plays. And I, and I said, I literally, I just, I literally just played the clip and I said the same thing. I said, what is he talking about? I was like, cause Bro. I've never seen this game plan for, for Justin Fields. I was like, and now you're going to tell me it's going to be the same. What, what is the plan then? I don't even, I, I can't even figure it out. I, I'm, I'm just confused. Right. Because, because this thing about that from a coaching perspective, right. Every player has a different skill set, right. What, what they do well, what they don't do well. So why would you have the same game plan for Bajan as you do Justin Fields? That's or why would, why would we point. have the same game plan for somebody else, right? Like, the, you, you look at the Patriots for years, right, when they had Jacoby Brissett come in, Matt Castle, Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Every game plan was different for whatever quarterback came in because that's the mark of a good coach, right? You want your guys to succeed. And my thing is, Luke Getsy, it's like, put your ego to the side. Like, yeah, I know this is your game plan, but obviously, buddy, it's not working, right? You got to look in the mirror, right? We all look in the mirror – in the morning, before we go to bed, look in the mirror and just say, man, this ain't working, right? I got to do a better job. Mm-hmm. Go back to your film and the games you did well, right? That Oakland game, or sorry, Las Vegas now, um, you know, the, the Denver game, uh, Washington game. Those are games where he called a good game. 
So go back to that. Uh, it, it just It's just common sense. But I think a lot of times in the league, these coaches, their ego gets in the way. And they're like, no, nah, this is my game plan. This is my car. I'm, I'm going to ride this thing till the wheels fall off. I'm going down with it. Nah, bro, like call better plays. That's that's the mark of a good coach. And I think what we're seeing with Lou Getze, yes, he has some talent, but it's so inconsistent, right? Yeah. You cannot be that inconsistent where you have two back-to-back good games and then two bad games. And a good game, two bad games, right? There's got to be more consistency in there. And that's we're just not seeing that. We're talking to Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear, here on 670 The Score. I am Gabe Ramirez discussing all the ins and outs of this Bears team. And, I, Corey, I think you said, like, some really profound stuff there. It's like, here I am listening to Lou Getze say, you know, it's the same game plan. And I'm I'm mocking him because I'm like, I, I hope you have this game plan for Justin Fields where you lean on the run. But what you said makes even more sense. It's like, what do you mean you have the same game plan for these two guys? Like, right. that should not be the case. They have different skill sets. Even he talks about it, right? And so to say that your game plan is going to be the same is actually kind of harrowing. It's like, that might not be the case. That might not, might not be what you want. Um, but nonetheless, Bajan's come in. Uh, you know, he's gone one and three. And now he gets the opportunity to face the Carolina Panthers. Um, I mean, geez, what, what do you even expect? Like, is there such thing as a as a as a guaranteed dub for the Chicago Bears team? No, no, right, right. There's no such thing, bro. We thought Denver was a guaranteed dub, right? We're watching the game over there. We're having fun, right? And then all of a sudden, wah, wah, <laughs> they end up losing the game. <laughs> exactly. So when you there 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 is no guarantee with anything this season, all right? Like there's nothing. Um, so yeah, this is a game where it could go sideways. All right, all of a sudden, Adam, Adam Thielen, there's no pressure. He's balling out. Bryce Young has his best game. <laughs> you yeah. know, it, I can uh, see uh, that happening too, right? Where yeah. Bryce Young has his like little breakout game because he's been sucking so much lately. Yep. And then we give him all the confidence, and then, then he lights it up the rest of the season. Oh and then Bryce God. Young was a good pick again. Watch. Don't <laughs> say that. That's the last thing I want right now is for them to go to go crazy. What what can you say about Bryce Young? I mean, I've been I've watched his games, and it almost looks like. Like like an uninterested Bryce Young, like not that he is yeah. he's uninterested, right? Because obviously he cares about the game, but it almost yeah. seems like it's very Jake Cutler esque when I watch Bryce Young play. Yeah, it it, it does it does seem like he's like maybe a little checked out a little bit. And listen, he's it's been a tough situation there in Carolina, right? They've been bad across the board. Uh, maybe the coaching staff is, isn't doing their part, kind of like the Bears have been game planning. So it's a tough situation, especially like. I don't think people realize, Gabe, how how hard it is to be a quarterback and a young quarterback in this league, especially when you're a first rounder, right? He's he was the, one of the first quarterbacks picked, right? And then all of a sudden, you have all this pressure and expectations, and you and you don't have a lot of talent on your team, and everything's on your shoulders. Like Adam Thielen is their best receiver by far, right? And n- no knocking him at all, but he's a two or a three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's it's, it's hard. It, it's a tough situation. So. It's it's like you look at um, David Carr, right? When he first came out of the league, everyone said he's a bust. Gabe, he got sacked. I think it was like seventy five times a season, <laughs> like some some crazy amount. He they they led the team and uh, led the league in giving up sacks for three years when he was the starter there. So it's like it, it's a tough situation. So ho- hopefully they can build some talent around him. He is talented, but like you you look on the other side, C.J. Stroud has been lighting it up lately. And uh, isn't it you know, unreal what he did on Sunday? Bro, it's it, it's unbelievable. Like he uh, he's playing really well, and you, you know the the kind of thing on um, 
Ohio State quarterbacks, right? They never transition. They that's never translate to the NFL. And I mean, he's he's been unreal, right? On on a team that's building and you know still in the rebuild, but he's looked confident. Like he throws a great ball, and it, and it's good to see him. I followed him in college, and you know I thought he'd be a good prospect, but he is he's exceeding the expectations. I think of what everyone thought that he is. Corey, well, what's up? You got to go or what? No, no, I'm good, baby. Let's right. up. I'm, I'm, we're gonna go take a little break, and I'm gonna hang out with you for another couple minutes. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. All right, better most. Corey Wooden's going to stick around. I want you to do the same. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we continue to talk about this Bears team and specifically the injury report. Who was a full participant today that was not on Monday? We'll discuss after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Corey Wooten right here on Chicago Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 670, the score. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Talking Bears football here on 670 The Score with my guy, Corey Wooten, former Chicago Bear. It's funny, Corey, because, like, I just want to be like, yo, it's Corey Wooten. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I forget. Like, we're friends, but I got to tell everybody, like, it's <laughs> the Corey Wooten. Like, that one, not just some regular guy that I'm talking to casually. <laughs> Because, you know, it's funny, whenever you get off the radio with me, Corey, I always get, like, two messages, three messages, and they're like, bro, you and Corey really sound like y'all really friends. And I'm like, no, we really, in real life, we're... Oh, man, they got, they, they got it twisted, man. We we, we close, man. They don't they don't realize this, man. I, I know, you know? It's, it's funny, but I I get it, right? Because how often do you hear, like, a, a, you're, like, you're still royalty here in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? You play for the Bears. So it's like, how often do you hear a Bears player on the radio just being themselves and chill and cool? And that's what he's. So I appreciate you doing that and jumping. Oh, on no, no problem at all, bro. Real, real quick. Yeah. So, did you see what Roquan said? Oh no, what did he say? Oh, so he said, what? "Man, it makes me so happy just knowing my career is not is not going down the drain." 
And this was asked in response on him uh, on being traded away from the Bears. Woo-hoo! So he, he thought everything out here is going down the drain? Yeah, he just said like like him getting out of Chicago, he's glad that, oh he, that he's away God. from all that. So his career wasn't what going are, down what are, what are his stats looking like? Is, is he playing well? Like, is he playing? Yeah, I, I think he's playing well. But I, I think, Gabe, the thing is, like, it, it's awful because the perception, honestly, of, of being on a Bears team these past three years, it's it, it's been kind of a dumpster fire, right? Like, I think people, you know, the perception around the league, perception of fans, right, is like, oh, you know, you go to Chicago and your career, especially as a quarterback, right? That's the whole that's the whole thing. But I, uh, it, it's kind of unfortunate just because he was a leader on that team, and for him to say that, uh, yeah, that's that's a little tough, right? To to yeah. actually say that. You know, some comments I feel like just, you know, maybe just keep them to yourself, especially like that. Like, yeah, you know, I'm just happy, you know, being on the Ravens, great team here. Right, like you didn't you know, have to throw my shade. Team, my time in, in Chicago and, uh, you know, wish them the best. That's it. You know what? He's got little man syndrome. He's one, so he's feeling a certain type of way. <laughs> no, nah, but if you look at his stats, though, Corey, like, uh, so, like, if you were to look at it in nine-game increments, right, I'm looking at it right now. So, uh, last year he played eight with the Bears, nine with Baltimore, and then mm-hmm. this year he's played nine so far with Baltimore. And if you mm-hmm. look at, you know, those three eight, nine game, you know, stints, right? Mm-hmm. Here's his here's his total tackles. 83, and this is going to go Bears for that eight, Baltimore mm-hmm. for the second half of the season, and then this year the nine, okay? So okay. total tackles, 83, 86, 87. So pretty consistent, okay. right? Sacks, two and a half with the Bears in that eight, two with Baltimore in that nine, and one and a half so far with his nine that he's played. Okay. Pretty consistent. Like, so it's not like he's having some like crazy year with yeah. Baltimore he's, or he's playing better. He's actually, based off the stats, playing exactly how he normally plays, which is exactly. wild. And then if you take, yeah. if you were to take like the 17 game split from his time at Baltimore, he literally matches his output from, from the Bears from 2021 160 tackles. You know, 12 for a loss where he has 10 for a loss with Baltimore. He has three sacks with the Bears. He has three and a half with Baltimore. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not like you could say you got out of hell, so to speak, but but you're playing the exact same football. So you're you're still, it's yourself that's to blame, not us. Look at me getting defensive. Exactly. I I think he's salty that they didn't sign him, honestly. You know, everybody wants that team that drafted you. You want to sign to that same team. They were trying to work it out, and um, they couldn't get it worked out. So some people get salty about that. Like maybe he felt like he got disrespected by them. Yeah. Like they, they gave him a low ball offer, but I think it worked out for the Bears because honestly, they the, the linebackers are the most talented group on the team. You know, they got really good running back. Uh, sorry, linebackers. Sanborn uh, really came to play. You know, when Roquan got traded, and um, so I think everything happens for a reason. It's working out for him, and I think the Bears have talented linebackers. Yeah, on the defensive line, that's where we got to continue to build. Sweat was a step in the right direction. I know you're a really big fan of the Montez Sweat move. Mm-hmm. I was too. I mean, I, listen, I get it. No one's happy about giving up second-round draft capital. But, you know, I went and looked at the last two seasons, Corey, of defensive ends that were drafted in the second round. Not one of them is a standout defensive end. Not one in the last two years. Or anyone that's even to be considered as a standout. And so – for me, the trade-off, if you're telling me I get two first-round picks and a Montez Sweat, like that's yep. what you're telling me I get going into next year, essentially, like I have zero problem with that whatsoever. Exactly. I, I liked it because I've been a big fan of his, especially watching him not only play the Bears, but just around the league. Like 
Really underrated as a pass rusher. That long arm, 6'6", 262. He's got that length. The the one arm's longer than two, Gabe, and, and he's one of the best at it, right? Because he's already got that length. And the thing is, right, if you do go with that with that one arm, right, those offensive linemen can't grab you because your your one arm is longer than both of theirs. So he creates good leverage. He pushes the pocket, is able to get off him. It's six and a half sacks before he came onto the Bears this week. Like he he is there, one of the best run defenders. Usually leads the league in pressures. So yeah, people are saying, oh well, he didn't make a, a big impact. I I could tell he was thinking out there. His first game there, he's trying to figure things out. He, he he's in the huddle with guys. Okay, what am I doing right now? Right? Like I, I think right now is a lot of moving parts. He's gonna it's gonna take a couple of weeks before he understands the defense. But I I just hope in the next game they just tell him, hey, on third down, just pin your ears back and rush, do what you do. All the other stuff on first and second down, yeah, he's got to figure some stuff out, what stunts they're doing, responsibilities. But on those third down situations where pin your ears back, I, I want to see him uh, make his mark, uh, especially going against Carolina this week. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see him do it. And then also you would think that there would be some residual value there for Yannick Ngakwe, right? Talk to me as a defensive end, Corey. What are the be- – I mean, obviously we know the – like the baseline benefits, right? Like, oh, there's a guy on the other side. You're going to get double team. I get free. But talk to me more more about that. Give, give me a little bit more in-depth about, yeah. about having a dog on the other side of you. Yeah. So, perfect example, right? When 2012, when I played opposite Peppers, right? Everybody sliding every protection of them. So, I didn't get double teamed ever, right? So, I got to really <laughs> take advantage of that. I loved it, right? You, you know, somebody peeling back and trying to ear hole you, like the guard. So, you're, you're able to really win, especially when you win a rush. Right, you're able to come home, and and that year I was able to have seven sacks, a lot of pressures, like two force fumbles. Yeah, exactly. Because because of that effect of having an absolute dog on the other side, it allows you to eat. And then we had Henry Melton as well, so it just takes the pressure off. Like when you have guys that can consistently win rushes, it just makes their job that much easier. So I'm hoping with this, Yannick will really come alive, and they're able to get some pressure because yes, he's been doubled Yannick before Sweat came here. But he just really hasn't played up to par, right? He's, he's a natural pass rusher, but just really hasn't had the pressures, the sack numbers that we kind of expected. But, listen, the, the defensive line as a whole, Gabe, I mean, Billings has done a great job with run defense, Justin Jones as well, just having gave much as far as pass rush, right? Because people talk about the ends, but the tackles are critical as well, right? It's not only, like, able to come home when your one-on-one rush is a three technique, but be able to push that pocket so the quarterback can't step up. Right now, we're seeing quarterbacks step up in the lanes through the B gap scramble, um, and it's it's easy for opposing quarterbacks. Right, they're sitting back there making a sandwich, making a Giordano's, <laughs> making a blue Montanatis. You know what I mean? Drinking a soda pop. You know, <laughs> can't do that and expect no. the defense to cover. So, I'm just hope I'm just hoping that you know sweat coming in there will really make an impact. And and if I'm the defensive line coach for the Bears, I'm saying like this: we need to push the pocket inside. Don't allow the quarterback to step. Allow allow these talented ends to really make their mark. And I'm hoping that going forward and finishing the season that they can generate more pressure. Montez Sweat got one of the two pass deflections for the Chicago Bears on Sunday. Definitely getting his hands up. Bears pass rush is the only thing that's missing, Corey. Look at the Bears. Fourth in the league in rushing yards allowed per game. That seems yeah. odd when you're thinking about the defensive line, but they've done a great job. Linebackers have been playing well. You know, T.J. Edwards, you know, top five in the league in tackles. You know, but, but if I, you know, if you were to ask the casual fan or the regular Bears fan, like, where are the Bears at in, in rushing yards per game? You would, they would probably say the middle or back towards the end. 
So the rushing's exactly. there, but you know, it's got to get a little pass rush. The, the, the thing is, like, I just don't understand. Like, when we talked about coaching, right? I talked about Luke Getzey, but on the same same side, Eberflus, right? He's supposed to be this defensive genius. You haven't figured out after the first game that you can't generate pressure. Like, <laughs> I, I look at I look at Brian Flores, right? And he's done a great job, especially in the, in the winning streak, right? He brings the house. He's like, I don't care. I'm I'm going to fluster opposing quarterbacks. I'm going to get pressure in their face. I'm going to have them throw errant pass. And that's why they've been able to go on a streak, right? Daniel, Daniel Hunter has done a great job, but opposite him, they haven't done as much. So he's like, I'm going to bring pressure, right? That's the key. And that's why it's been working. Like, it's hard for quarterbacks to deal with pressure, right? You look at Patrick Mahomes, one of the best in the league. When he played the Jets, he struggled, right? Josh Allen, one of the best as well. When he played the Jets, the, the pressure, right? Philly does that. San, uh, San Fran, they're able to do that. So I'm just wondering, Iberflus, you're this defensive genius, right? Why are you not bringing pressure? Yeah. And the times that they do, it works, right? How many times has T.J. Edwards or Sanborn got in there for a sack or a pressure or a hurry? It, it, it's just common sense, Gabe, and I just don't understand. I, I understand that when you bring pressure, right, it puts a little more pressure on the back half. But you tighten the coverage, pressure comes home with that blitz, and it's going to make the quarterback have an errant throw, get the ball out quick, and maybe a check down, and then you're able to get off on third down. So yeah, I just don't I, understand I, Yeah, I mean, I think, obviously, no quarterback likes the pressure. You know, no one. And and when you can get to the quarterback, it's not like we don't have the, the secondary to – to, you know, kind of at least withstand some of that, you know, and I think minimize the damage in those instances. But, all right, before I get you out of here, though, I do need a prediction on – I know you, you weren't sure, no guarantee victories, uh, but what's your <laughs> prediction for tomorrow's game? Man, you put me on the spot here. I'm a little nervous about this one, to be honest, man. I've been going back and forth. <sighs> I, 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 honestly, I honestly think uh, this one is going to be a tight game. Similar to last week, I'm going to have it at uh, – 21-14 Bears. Hey, still a Bears victory, though. Exactly, exactly. I think it's going to be a tight one. I think it's going to come down to, like, that final drive. But I think they'll get the dub, game. The I one think- thing I'm hoping, if this goes sideways and this is the Bryce Young game that really gets him going, I'm going to be so mad about that. Dude, that's going to be, I'm going to be so mad if something like that happens. <laughs> but let, let's hope not. But, hey, Justin Dude, Fields has been – What do you got the score, man? I got 2017. 2017 Bears. All right, Corey, man, appreciate you jumping on with me, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. I think we got like two nope. more weeks before we jump back down again. Yeah, no problem, man. We, we got to do this every week, man. Have uh, me out don't, here. We'll, we'll don't don't tell me with a good time because then I'll have my producers calling you all the time. All right. Exactly. Let's do it, baby. Corey, I'll holla at you, man. Thank you so much. Right, Former Chicago Bear Corey Wooten hanging out with me right there, man. Always great stuff from him. And... It, I never like to ask him to come on, but when he says things like put me on every week, I'm like, yeah, what am I supposed to do? I just, yes, yes, I will talk to you for an hour every day, my friend. Uh, but great stuff right there from Corey Wooten. want to thank my two guests today, Bruce Levine from Arizona in the GM meetings, uh, talking to us about all the happenings in Major League Baseball. want to thank Corey Wooten for spending the 7 o'clock hour with me. also want to thank my producer extraordinaire, Leo Stoddaher. I'm not a system broadcaster, by the way. I am the system, all right? I love the new one. That's great. All right. Next time you will hear me on your radios will be following the Bears game. It will be a Plumbers 911 Football Monday happening on Friday. Midnight, 5 a.m. Who's my producer, Leo? You? Sears? I think it's Robbie Triano. Robbie? Robbie this week. Get the new guy for five hours? All right. It's going to be interesting. 
Sears, what up, bro? You don't like me no more? Why aren't we working together, bro? You told you told the bosses you don't want to work. I was just me? telling Liam. I'm tired of hearing how great you are at basketball and stuff, and you're such a good singer and all this. Jealousy is doesn't look good on you, my friend. I'll tell you that right now. All right. No, I missed you, man. I of missed course, you. I missed you too. You That's why I'm asking you. All right, mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time. Zach Zayman, Dave Corzine, coming up next. Deep Hall Basketball begins right after this on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.